Good morning, everyone. It is Manchester is burning for Tuesday, December 29, 2020. This podcast is podcast only today. It was supposed to be an instant reaction to Manchester City versus Everton on Monday. As most of you know, that match has now been postponed. Reason why? There had been, well, had been reports coming out of Manchester City's camp that several more players beyond the initial two players and two staff people had tested positive for COVID-19. There had been a consultation with the Premier League board along with Everton. The Premier League board indicated that after consultation with medical advice professionals, etc., that decided that the match should be postponed for the safety of all involved on both teams, the players, the staff, coaches, everyone involved as a precaution to keep a spread of a very easily spreadable communicable virus from going any farther. Those are the facts. Several more players on the city squad unidentified beyond Jesus and Kyle Walker and two staff members had been found in testing right before the match. It was found out on Monday morning. This is per protocol. It makes perfect sense at that point to say, okay, maybe we should not go on. Now, there is something out there that says that if a squad had 14 fit, quote, fit players, that the match should go on. That would have been irrational. Why? Because playing this match out knowing that there is an outbreak on one of the sides puts everyone involved in that match at risk. So in order to contain a communicable virus from going any further than beyond what is already known, that match had to be postponed. It is the only self-interested, rational decision on all parties involved. Now, I know that City requested it. They, they were the ones that have the outbreak out there. So they went to the Premier League and said, hey, we, we need to make a change here. We need to do something different. We need to, to postpone this thing. News of the postponement brought out the worst in Twitter land. It brought out the worst in Twitter land. Twitter land exploded. With the Manchester City hate squad out there saying with all these conspiracy theories and misinformation, confusion, uh, not threats necessarily. I didn't see any of those, but accusations and whatnot against Manchester City saying that they wanted people to be. Uh, wanted the match to be postponed for their benefit, that there was money involved, there was this involved, and everything else. 
it was just a complete smear campaign as usual. Now, people have a tendency to be completely irrational for multiple reasons. Now, first reason I want to talk about, and I'm going on a rant on this. So uh, just forgive me on this. Not because I have, have, uh, I'm a fan necessarily of Manchester City. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is this, is people want to break people down just because of their, of that individual team group, whatever's greatness. We have a tendency to raise people, teams, organizations to the top pedestal and then cut the legs down. People want to be attack greatness just because it's great. Just because it's great. Manchester City has pulled itself up. Now, yes, have they gotten mass investment by current owners? Of course they have. Are they the only club in England that has received such benefits one way or the other? They received infusion of cash or infusion of, uh, of materials to, in order to rebuild themselves? No, they're not the only ones. Maybe the most visible and maybe the most money, but not the only ones. I look at Chelsea, for example. Remember them? Remember them? But no, let me go back. So Manchester City once was in the third tier of English football. Now they're at the top tier of the world. Now, yes, investment, like in any business, to make themselves great had a lot to do with it. But that's what all great businesses do. There has to be some level of investment involved in order to help the process go along to become great. But then they became great, and then people wanted to, to, to just poo-poo all over them because they were great. Why? Why do people do this? Why? Why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Radical altruism. That's right. I used a fancy phrase. Radical altruism. What is altruism? Altruism is putting other people, organizations, teams, groups ahead of yourself. Now, one can do it in the moment and one can do it as a lifestyle choice. Radical altruism is when someone does it as a lifestyle choice. They do it all the time. As part of that, they are second-handers. They rely on the group, the team, the organization to give them value, to give them their self-worth, to give them a high value. They trade themselves, all of themselves, to, in this case, their favorite club in order to get some level of self-worth out of it. That is putting the team that they love the group, the organization, other individuals solely, completely above them in value and sacrificing the self in the process. That is radical altruism as it applies to sports fandom. Now, as I said, radical altruism leads to collectivism. It leads to collectivism. 
collectivism leads to every other bad ism that we know of. Collectivism is giving everything away from the individual to the group, whatever that group is, the government, a team, an organization, a group. You can take away, you steal, you loot from the individual for the common good of the collective. So radical altruism leads to collectivism. Collectivism leads to every other bad ism like racism, socialism, communism, totalitarianism, extremism. That's what it comes down to. So the radical altruism that people have with their football clubs leads to the collectivism of that football club. The individual is thinking only of their favorite club in an extreme case and then say crazy things that are irrational. They're not true. They make up stuff. They believe conspiracy theories on the internet about teams that are not theirs and that teams that are great for their own greatness. You see where this leads to. This collectivism leading to socialism, communism, totalitarianism, extremism, racism, all of that stuff. It all starts in that radical altruism of putting everything above the individual self. Everything, including your own view of your own value. You place your own value into the hands of your favorite sports team, your favorite football club, you lose yourself individually and you fall into this radical altruism leading to collectivism, leading to everything else. And so as a result, what does the individual in this case do? They attack greatness. They attack individual greatness. They attack the greatness of other clubs, other teams, other organizations, other businesses for the reason that they are great. No other reason but that, out of jealousy, everything else that comes with that. So that's where these conspiracy theories about Manchester City come from. They come from things like that. And it's all irrational, subjective, not based in reality. People lose their minds, blank out. They blank out and don't look for the objective facts in the situation. The objective facts in the situation is there are a number of Manchester City players who have tested positive for COVID-19. It is a highly communicable disease. There's another strain out there in England. And so as a result, or as a precaution to keep everyone involved safe, the match was postponed. Now, what also drives me insane is Everton is fueling this fire. Everton, Manchester City's opponents yesterday, now want some type of full transparency investigation, looking at full disclosure from Manchester City around these tests and around what they did and how they did it and everything else. They want like some type of, you know, inquiry 
into what Manchester City did. Okay. Now, do I believe that clubs should be transparent? Yes. They should they be brutally honest? Yes. Totally. The worst thing that anyone or any organization team group can do is to try to hide facts, hide the truth, to ignore reality. Okay. All right. So, yeah, fine. But what this does, what this does by Everton is it's fueling, and I'm sure they themselves got fueled by the Twitter hate, the social media hate out there, the radical altruism, collectivism hate out there. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for them. But now they want some sort of official inquiry into the matter. Fine. Now, Manchester City, to a degree, has brought this upon themselves. There have been moments where there's been a little bit of lack of clarity, lack of looking at facts when it comes to finances and so forth. Yes, they've been investigated in the past. However, they have been cleared. But some of their finances and where it comes from and things like that have been looked into. And sometimes it seems a little sketchy. It's about as sketchy as a chihuahua in the middle of an alley in Chicago in November. That's dodgy. Okay. That's dodgy. Dark alleys are typically dodgy and sketchy. You don't know what's in there. Okay. All right. I get it. I understand. But Everton's request for some official inquiry and so forth um, is fueling this even further. But again, it is driven by radical altruism leading to collectivism and every other badism. It is causing people, the radical altruism is causing fans of other clubs to go in, go completely blank out mode, not even think of the objective reality, not even think of the safety of the players and the other people, the officials and staff involved in such a match and such a situation under the under the reality of the global pandemic in which we live in, they are ignoring all of that and saying that there's some ulterior motive, some conspiracy by Manchester City and the UAE and everything else. Yeah, some dark force at work. No, positive tests. Safety. Precaution. What, you want two teams to have? You want two teams to have um, complete and total breakouts? Uh, Do you? Is that what you want? No, I I hope not. I I hope the players and the staff that that have been infected are okay. They're going to be okay. That's the number one thing. And then the number two thing is that you don't want anyone else to get it and then take it home to their family or or what or infect people who are not professional athletes whose bodies are not not designed well designed that's not a good word they're not set up to fight the virus as well as professional athletes who are finely tuned machines is that what you want i hope not now, people out there have been saying, oh, okay, so Manchester City should give up the three points uh, uh, against Everton. Why? What for? 
what for? The league themselves allow the postponement to happen. So now you take away the three points because COVID is their fault. That's basically what you're saying. No, that's that's illogical, irrational. Now to saying, oh, okay, so if we if the city match against Chelsea over the weekend is postponed because they can't even get into their training ground, give up the three points. Now, would you say I, I ask you, radical altruistic football clubs of uh, football club fans of other clubs, if the situation was you, would you want people to be like, oh, well, let's take away three points from your team because their game was postponed because of positive COVID results on your club? You would go insane. So stop it. Just stop it. It makes it. Illogical. There's a Carabao Cup, what I call the battery acid cup semifinal against Manchester United coming up. Talk about, yeah, we should just go ahead and let Manchester United go through to the final if that game is also postponed. That is illogical, irrational. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to do that for the same reasons. Radical altruism amongst football fans putting their individual selves so much lower down the totem pole of their own self-worth that they get their own self-worth, identity, and everything else solely from the love of their football club driving the social media hate train against greatness against teams like Manchester City and Manchester United and Liverpool and Chelsea, all the great teams, because they get their self-worth from their club, solely from their club, their sense of identity solely from their football club that they love, that they are liable to say, do, and believe anything out of reality It's sad, the blank outs, the blank out of objective facts, the blank out of reality because of radical altruism leading to every bad ism in the world. That's how it affects football fans. If my club loses, am I upset? Yes. Am I sad about it? Yes. But it doesn't define my identity. It doesn't define my self-worth. It doesn't define who I am. I just move on to the next match. And that's what most football fans do. But the radical football fans that drive social media, click machine, the radical altruism football fans, they're the ones driving, trying to knock down greatness for greatness sake. It is a detachment from reality. It is a blank out of reality. And it needs to stop. I hope everyone's going to be safe. I hope everyone ends up okay. We don't want to make this thing worse. You want the whole league to shut down? There's outbreaks in other teams because we just keep playing because we got to. No, we got to take precautions. Everyone does. Everyone does. The blank out needs to stop. The hate towards greatness has to stop.
altruism, radical altruism is a disease in of itself of the mind. It is a blank out of reality. Today, Manchester United plays Wolves. The next podcast will be the reaction to that match. Look into the light, feel the light around you. Know that the darkness is out there, but do not let the darkness hug you. Manchester is burning. Is over for today.